0: There, who are kicking ass and pushing past those comfort zones to grow your business into its highest power. Welcome to the Fierce Connections Podcast, an energetically aligned space for all of us, like minded entrepreneurs. I'm your host, Heather May. I'm a well established wedding and family photographer who built a business in North Carolina. I'm a mama of three and a wide through Marine Corps veteran and a woman who didn't want our move to PA to. End my successful business that I grew from the ground up. And after hearing we're moving for the umpteenth time, I created the Fierce Connections Network out of a strong need to find my business tribe along with like-minded women to share our resources and knowledge together. This podcast is where I get down to the nitty gritty of growing a business from the ground up, going through all the highs and lows of all the unexpected that the universe throws our way, as well as providing you the knowledge and resources from other well-established women who are kicking ass and burning that midnight oil. If you're looking for an authentic voice in the entrepreneur world and are ready to look within and throw out all of those excuses that are holding you back, then I'd say stick around. Girl, it's about to get real. Today, I'm here with another badass entrepreneur in the PA area, working as a certified doula and owning her own company. She's got a beautiful story to tell with a huge heart. Today, we are going to dive deep into how she got started what made her make the leap to finally owning her own business, and seeing what advice she can share with this amazing community to hopefully help other business owners and women make that jump to go after their dreams. I'm your host, Heather May, CEO of Fierce Connections, mama of three littles, and a woman on a mission to give other female entrepreneurs the tools and resources to level up their business and step into their greater self. No matter where you are in your entrepreneur journey, I can't wait to help you find motivation, break through your comfort zone, expand your knowledge on where to go to next in business, build authentic connections, and hit the ground running to your best self. Stacy, I'm so excited to have you on today. So I just want to dive right in. Tell us a little bit about yourself and where you're from.
1: Thanks for having me. Um, so I was born and raised in Lancaster. I've been here my whole life. Um, I went to Manheim Township, which is a local high school. I then went to Shippensburg University and got my bachelor's degree in social work. Um, And I actually went for elementary education. I knew nothing about social work. Um, But as soon as I found out that there was a degree that I could have that just helping others, um, I switched careers and I went into social work, Um, then came back to Millersville University and got my master's. Um, And then went on to get my LCSW, which is my license to practice clinical social work. Um, And for that, you need years of supervision and clinical practice under that supervisor. Um, My goal when I got my LCSW was to own my own practice. Um, But then I got married and had my own kids. And so um, just recently was able to make my dream come true. Um, I am a mom to two toddlers, and I'm also a stepmother um, to two to older children, um,
0: and that's where I am right now. <laughs> that's amazing. Did you, what kind of made you, I guess, go into wanting to be a doula? Was there like an experience that happened, a bad birthing story for you, um, or was it just kind of that nurturing aspect?
1: Yeah, so as far as, I kind of forgot about the doula piece, <laughs> um, just <laughs>
0: dove right into the
1: LCSW in my practice. Um, so after I had my second um, as a family, we decided that we were done having our own children, but I loved everything about being pregnant. I loved everything about labor. I love everything about little babies um, and knew we were done with having our own and was not interested in the medical piece, like becoming a midwife. Um, so I found a local lady that has a doula school and I could do it all online and this was over COVID. So it was perfect. Um, and so I completed that school, that doula school online, um, and then connected with a lot of doulas in the area to find out, you know, their experience and what they do and, and really dove into it that way. So I wanted to be a part of pregnancies and labors and babies and, um, but knew I wasn't having my own, and, and knew
0: I didn't want to be in the medical field. <laughs> right. No, that sounds like you really like though the nurturing aspect of it, and I love that because you're you're a mama, and I think that's just ingrained too in us women is is wanting to do that, um, and I think it's I think it's beautiful, and it's definitely much needed in today's society and the way that the healthcare system is and works upon. I've heard some horror stories about it and just being rushed yeah. into labor and rushed into giving birth. And, you know, it's all about a timeline and whether it was for doctors own kind of agenda, um, you know, vacations or whatnot, yeah. you know, it's just birth stories are each of their own and not one is similar. I feel like too. we all have our, um, just different, different backgrounds on how it went or how you even want it to. And um, I really, I always try to push too for home births, especially if you're healthy enough and if you can, because it really is an experience. Can you kind of dive a little bit more into some of the experiences that you've seen while being a doula and doing what you do that has had a benefit?
1: Yes. Um, I'll also jump back to my own too. I was not too familiar with what a doula was even uh, my, my son will be six in July. And even then I was not too familiar with what a doula was and really could have benefited from one. Um, I knew I wanted a natural unmedicated birth and I stuck to that, but there were at times that it was really tough. And my midwives had to remind me, this is what you wanted. This is what you're going to do. Um, but it would have really benefited for me to have that extra support of a doula. Um, and so Personally, I wish I would have known more about it. And so uh, the doula community right now is just trying to make it more known, um, you know, that it's a wonderful thing to have a doula and that support, um, even if you do have your own support system, like your partner or somebody in the room with you, it's still really beneficial to have that doula, um, which also makes the connection to the benefits of having a doula and the mental health piece that I work with, which I can dive into more later. Um, but just as a doula in general, there are, yeah, there are so many benefits and the experiences that I've had is pretty much what I just wish that I would have had for my, um, uh, when I was in labor with my son, um, just that extra support of someone who understands the different exactly. positioning like, and the comfort yeah. and the, you know, what your body is going through and what it's supposed to be doing. And, you know, especially for your first time, you don't know what your body's doing. You don't know if it's okay. You don't know, you know, so to just have that support and encouragement of somebody that has had the experience.
0: No, I love that. It is, it is definitely scary. I love that you brought it up even with the first, because I didn't have that family support behind me. It was just my husband and I, um, we were out in California when he was stationed for the Marine Corps and um it was it was scary and i went to a normal doctor an OBGYN, and i looked at him after our first visit and i was like this isn't how it's supposed to be i don't want to be a number and i'm like this is our first child i have no one backing us up or i don't know what i'm doing and i just didn't like that feeling so right. i started researching more and i found midwives and i found an amazing one um and then i found uh, a doula as well and i think at the time we didn't have the money but uh, the hospital in San Diego actually um, has volunteer doulas on staff. That's um, amazing. It, it, was, it was so incredible. I can't tell you. I think I labored total for 32 hours. Um, and after I think like, ooh, like the 26th one, they're like, okay, you're done. <laughs> 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 we need to make a decision. So epidural or C-section, I'm like, you are not cutting me open. <laughs> like, I'm like, epidural. And once I got it, man, that was great. I was like, "Why did I do this sooner?" <laughs> but I, I tried it and I did it, and I had back labor too. And I always tell people, I'm like, if you have back labor, like, you really know you had back labor. I mean, I, I, I was pooping the whole time. <laughs> I was like, messy and gross, and my husband was holding me at one point, and he's like, "I could just feel your back move." It was just weird. <laughs> It was really just kind of, it was kind of crazy, but it made me see though for my first one, what I wanted for the next two. Right. Um, And then my second one after that, he, he was still in the Marine Corps. And then he got to actually come home. It was a bittersweet moment in a way. And then, so I did not have an unmedicated birth with my second, but with my third major sure, and that was, I always tell people it was such a beautiful and happy experience. Yeah. And the pictures prove it too. I had a photographer and she was just amazing and both of my littles, the boys, were in there in the room the time. Um, and it was just it was just pure like gold. It was just, it was amazing. I had I think five women. I did the placenta encapsulation because okay. I was both part of the women and I wanted to really just try it off. I'm like, any of that woo woo shit, let me try it. So. <laughs> awesome. Yeah. I didn't eat my placenta, but I did okay. <laughs> So I'm like, I will go to a point. But yeah, I always tell people, I love what you're doing because I think it, women are made to give birth. Correct. Our bodies, yep. are, we, they, it knows what we need to do. Sometimes it takes longer than others. Sometimes it's really short. It depends on your body. Um, and I believe... I've heard too, the more babies you've had, like the time it literally cuts in half. And that's what I saw with mine. Okay. Too. Um I, I don't know if you've heard that as well or not, but I know my midwife had told me that as well, and um, because it was my third. She's like, You need to call me. <laughs> <laughs> it's it's pretty gotta...
1: typical that the following the first um are yeah. faster. Yeah. Not not every single time, but it's pretty
0: pretty typical pretty good but, yeah <laughs> well i i do i love it i was so excited to have you on today because one just the story of you know you 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 pushing past your limits and, you know, knowing exactly what you want to do and going for it. I know for a lot of women in the back of their heads are like, oh, that would be really fun or I could see me doing that or, you know, this is kind of my goal, but then they don't really take that step. It's in the back of their mind and they do it, but they're not putting that first foot forward. Do you remember the time, I guess, when maybe that was for you that you were like, fuck it, I'm going to, I'm going to do this and I'm going to start my own business.
1: I do. Yes. Um, so my, I worked right out of master school. I was in the mental health field. Um, I've worked with a variety of mental health diagnosis. Um, and I've worked with, you know, individuals, couples, families, I did in home, I did in office. So I've had my experience in many different areas of mental health. Um, and then through with my kids, I would have, you know, I had my son, Um, took about a year and a half to be home with him. And then I went back to work part-time and worked for a private practice Then had my daughter and did kind of the same thing. Stayed home for a little bit with her, went back to work um, for just, you know, colleagues that I knew in the field that had private practices. Um, And then at the last one that I was at, after I had my daughter and became a doula, I really wanted to focus on that maternal mental health population. Um, And, i knew to be able to do that i had to open up my own practice and kind of shape it the way i wanted network with the people that i wanted um and i now that i was a you know the doula and focusing on the maternal mental health i felt like it was the perfect two pieces to put together um there's no place around here that kind of just collects all of that maternal stuff that we need um, and offers it in one place. And so I knew what my goal was. I could see it. Um, I had visions of what that practice looked like. So I took a few months while I was at my other, the other practice working for her um, to get some things together, do some research on, um, you know, locations and electronic health systems and all that good background stuff to opening a business. Um, And then when I felt like I had a good handle on at least some of it um, and found, a really great spot. Um, I just dove in and it's been wonderful ever since.
0: (laughs) That's amazing. I like, and I think what I love the most talking to every single female entrepreneur that I've met and even business owner, male or not, (laughs) I, I love to hear the background because we all have such a passion for, whatever it is that we're doing most of the time yes right we're, we're tired of working for other people something resonated with us we had a, you know a bad you know situation that happened um, or it was just like you're done you want to make your own hours you want to do what you love and you don't want to have to go to work and go oh my god, I'm here again it's <laughs> that's, <laughs> that's not the way to live life it's too life is long but it's still too short to just not fully enjoy what you're doing. Right in so many ways. And I've um, always enjoyed
1: like l- unfortunately, you know, I've never felt like I've never dreaded going to work. I've never like I, I love my field. I love working in, you know, as a therapist and with the mental health and um but I I, I knew that I wasn't with my calling, if you could call it that. You know, like I knew absolutely. my population was the mom's um and the family members that are affected by the mom's mental health and the and the births and that, you know, all of that. Um, I knew that that was where I was supposed to be working with that population, and I couldn't fully shape it the way I wanted to working for somebody else, um especially adding in my doula piece and trying to get those clients in those hours you know i couldn't I couldn't do that working for somebody else um, and I love to network and you know never took the time to do that working for somebody else because I was just given the clients I didn't need to network and you know, get my name out there. And I love to do that. So, um, I just, I knew it was time.
0: Absolutely. Now I know, I feel like you've already talked about your husband, he's supportive, but I mean, do you have a big family? Were they there to help you or is your family just a little smaller? Cause I know for some entrepreneurs, they don't always have that, that family tribe backing them up for that support. And that's, that can be hard too.
1: It definitely can. Yeah. Um, I'm fortunate enough. I have a small family, but they're super supportive. Um, so, uh, my parents are local, um, and they're, they are amazing. They're very supportive. And so, um, really with my husband's support and their support, I felt like I had enough because I could, you know, I had people that could help me with my kids while I was working. Um, and even just, I think that if you don't have that, personal support. If you have that professional support, you know, and I say it to all my, some of my clients that don't have, uh, personal support and they're struggling. I tell them all the time, you family doesn't have to be blood, right? Like you create your own village, you create your own family. Um, and so even if you have personal resources that can help you out, or if you have friends that can help you or that kind of thing, um, it doesn't have to be that blood family support. If you have a goal and you want to go for it, um, and you feel like you don't have that personal support, you can count on other supports.
0: Absolutely, I literally was just talking about this yesterday, and throughout you know the podcast, even moving forward in the next two years, you will always hear me say, "Family is who you make it. It's not by blood," and right. that's that really resonates with me our at all so it's just our little family of five and I'm okay with that yes. <laughs> but like you said I mean my mental health is so much better when they're not involved and I would much rather do things on my own or possibly a little bit the hard way to be able to just have a healthy mindset going forward and for my children yeah I'd rather them see me working hard every day and um you know grinding rather than just miserable and and just not in the right mindset too. Um, so absolutely. I agree 110 percent on that. Um, I, I guess too. I I really wanted to touch base because where where are you looking to? to kind of grow your business as well. Do you know how you're going to get there? Do you, does that make you nervous? Like, I love seeing my dreams for fears and my other businesses. And I'm like, oh, and I get shaky at times because I'm like, I can see it. <laughs> change this. And I'm like, oh, and then I'm like, oh gosh, that's a lot. But I'm a big dreamer. Like yep. where, where do you see yourself? I'm excited to watch you grow. Thank you.
1: Yeah, um, I've had a lot of goals from the beginning, just kind of trying to take it step by step. Um, but from here, I want to continue to network. Um, I have a few networking opportunities coming up um, and to, you know, so that everybody is aware if somebody needs that that doula support, that ma- maternal mental health support, that I am there. Um, I want to, I have plans to start some groups at my practice. I know a lot of moms feel like, they're the only ones or, um, you know, they struggle not having, uh, just those mom partnerships, those mom friends, um, someone to share their struggles. So I do want to start some groups at my practice. Um, I would like to eventually, and I don't know how far down the line this is, but have, um, some like lactation consultants, pelvic floor therapists, um, couples therapists, sex therapists, you know, all of those, professionals that help moms all working under my roof, so that I really am like a maternal hub. Um, I'm also on week eight of eight of getting my maternal mental health certificate, which will lead allow me to get my parana- perinatal mental health certificate, which is uh, extra credentials to add to my name that just puts me out there um, in the, the perinatal, the, men- the maternal mental health field. Um I'm a volunteer with PSI or a member of PSI which is Postpartum Support International. Um and I am hosting organizing a event called Climb out of the Darkness which raises funds and awareness for postpartum mental health. Um and so to get involved with them more. Um and as far as the doula go it it really excites me that you said um they had volunteer doulas at the hospital for you. Um, in the doula world, we are trying to get into the hospitals more to, I don't know if this will ever happen, but to one day have like doulas on staff at the hospitals um, and just have a doula working with all of the ladies that are in labor at that time. Um, so I'm glad, yes, to know, I'm glad to know that at least in San Diego, they did that around here. They're a little resistant to it, but.
0: Yeah. Yeah. yeah I've, I mean, i mean. For some of our listeners, I don't know if you know, I'm originally from North Carolina and I moved to PA, which is why I started this Fierce Connection group. But I feel like since I've moved to PA and and other people agree, too, who have come from, you know, other states here, is that I feel like it's still a few years behind everywhere Hi. else. Okay. And it's just, it blows my mind, like completely just, it's like a man's world out here. And I hate to say it, but I'm here to break those walls. I'm like, no, no more. (laughs) We're done with this. And um, they do, I think mental health is super important, especially for moms. Um, And I think that having resources there too, to have beautiful happy births with someone who knows exactly what's going on. Um, I definitely think it's needed. So whatever I can do too, Stacy, let me know because we <laughs> need to make this happen. I am I am a full supporter, like I said, of doulas, and I couldn't have done at least two of my births without one. <laughs> the middle one, he was just purely epidural. And it was amazing. I <laughs> <laughs> was not in the right mindset. Like my husband had literally come from overseas two days before Aww. and it was just, he was sleeping and then he woke up for it. And then I'm like, okay, I love you, but you probably could have stayed because he just wasn't mentally there. <laughs> but it was nice to have him, but I didn't have that person. And if had their doula, I probably could have but we were just in such a transition that i didn't know the area i wasn't sure where we it was just chaotic so any, yeah any wife of any military service would know we just (laughs) we always fly by the seat of our pants most likely (laughs) it is what it is and we don't know anything we don't know timelines we don't know crap (laughs) so um i am here for it whatever you need and i know too in the fierce connections group there's a lot of like mental health professionals. There is, uh, I think, another doula, I believe, there as is. well. Yep. Okay. Yeah. And she seemed sweet and wonderful. So yep. I hope you guys are making connections too, because I, uh, I it, it's great, even though, and we talked about this on, you know, the last podcast as well. Is, um, obviously there's a community for what you do, right? And that will kind of get me on the next topic of, you know, community or competition and how it doesn't, it doesn't have to be, I don't feel like it it doesn't have to be competition, right? It's community, no matter what you do, if you do the same thing as the next person, you are doing it in a way that no one else can do it, right? Definitely. I mean, so how do you, I guess what I'm trying to say is how do you feel it's been for you, one, starting a business and meeting other people in that same field? Have they been receptive to what you're doing or a little bit maybe off-putting? Or, you know, can you dive a little deeper in, into that? Because I know for a lot of people, it's huge and it's scary to kind of start something that every, you know, what they think is everyone else is doing too. Right,
1: right. Yeah. Um, no, it's, it definitely is a community and it's great that you bring that up because I've always said that with the mental health field too. Um, I think that there's always room for, for more, um, and rather than looking at each other as competition, we look at each other as resources and networking, um, because we all have our specialties. We all have our niche. We all have, uh, where we feel like we do best at. Um, so in the mental health field and the doula field, it's been wonderful networking with everybody, um. The doula world is a little bit newer to me, and even in that, everybody's been very receptive, Um, love meeting everybody. And again, even as a doula, we all have our our things, you know, like I've connected with doulas because they appreciate the fact that I'm also focused on the mom's mental health. And so even as a doula, you know, they may be the client's doula, but then they refer them to me to do the mental health piece. or we are backup doulas on each other's cases. And, and so understanding that emotional, you know, the mental health piece of it as well, um, I help them out on that side. So it's it's never, I've never seen it as competition, um, always just as resources and getting to know each other and uh, building that community. And as far as getting the, the doulas in the hospitals and things like that, that's also doulas as a community, trying to work together to push for that, um, trying to advocate, you know, let everybody know how important it is to have a doula. Um, And yeah, it's been nothing but friendliness and community. I've never thought of it as competition. That's,
0: That's amazing because where I came from there, although it was said community over competition, It still kind of felt a little bit (laughs) on the back end of it. And I know that for especially people who are coming into whatever business they are trying to, it's just intimidating in some ways. Um, And that's where I know for Fierce is I really wanted to provide that kind of local community. And although we may be I believe expanding at some point, no matter where we are, I want it to be a tiny bit of just, I want it to keep it local basically. And I want it to keep it humble and a true authentic vibe. Um, And that way it can just, it can grow and everyone is nice. That's what I was, I was hoping to kind of, you know, to get with the community is just, you know, the fierce connections is community over competition. And I love to hear that you haven't had any issues in that because that's truly what it needs to be about. No matter what you do, you know, friendly competition. And I, you know, I'll go on this too, is always good, right? That's the thing that keeps pushing you forward past your comfort zones, gets you thinking of new and creative ideas to grow. Um, and then being able to work together that I love. the other stuff, the cattiness, the back, you know, just the, the two sided you know, remarks just aren't needed. And I'm really hoping this community just kind of stays on the path that I've seen it because it really is beautiful. And at the last event, I really felt a genuine, authentic vibe. Um, and I've heard that from a few different people as well. So I'm, I'm hoping for you too, it was good. And you found at least some connections in there um, because I mean, all of us can grow and I'm so excited, one, to watch Fierce grow and two, to watch all of you grow along with it in the coming years. And speaking on that too, I guess we can move forward is your, how do you handle having, you know, two kids. And then you're also, you said a stepmom to another two, um, you know, so obviously being a mom is crazy enough. I mean, yeah. <laughs> we're all running everywhere. Our mental health is important and self-care and, and all of that. What do you, do you do anything to take care of you, mama? And how, how your work-life balance?
1: Um, so my, I have, my two biggest things are that I never, uh, dive into too many work hours, um, and put too much on my schedule. So, uh, right now I'm only working part-time with my kids, not in school yet. I mean, my son will be going into kindergarten. My daughter's not in school yet. Um, and I still value that time at home with them. And so I'm only working part-time. Um, and as they, get bigger and go into school more, I will increase my hours. So another great piece about owning your own practice is that you can make your hours. Um, And so I make my schedule around their schedule so that I feel like I am not missing out on their lives Um, because besides my passion for my career, my kids are my life. Um, And so and that's in a good way. <laughs> They're the best things that have happened to me. I love them so much. <laughs> um, and for, as far as self-care, um, I'm a huge advocate for exercise. And so I get up every morning and do that before the kids are awake, uh, because I know that that is time that I will have to myself. And so I start my day off on that positive note um, of, of time to myself, and exercising to get my, my hormones going, my endorphins going, you know, to, to set that positive energetic mood for the day. Um, so my biggest self-care thing is exercise. Um, there are other things that I do, um, you know, such as like journaling is great. Um, I do it myself and also can, you know, encourage my clients to do it. Um, I try to get some time either alone to just, you know, take a walk or, um, alone as far as with my husband and to do things to, you know, come back to us as a couple, um, or go get, you know, treat yourself and get a massage or go shopping or things like that. So I try to keep in mind what I need to, um, and a huge part of, focusing on the maternal mental health is I feel like a lot of moms have that super mom complex and feel like we can just do it all and we don't need any help. Or we don't need any breaks or, you know, but as moms, we all need to recharge our batteries. Um, and so whatever that means for you as a mom, you
0: need to make sure that you do it. <laughs> I, I love that. I do, because I wish someone you know, talk to me a little bit more about self-care when I had my my children, because I had three under three at one point. Wow. I was a mess. I was a and everything else, like I was through the roof and I'm like, I'm fine, I'm okay, everything's great. It's just, you know, and taking care of myself was not on it because I had three littles. And then my husband was deployed and he was gone. We had zero family. And I wish someone would have just shook me and been like, Heather, have a lot of money we were scraping by because believe it or not depending what you are and you know in, in the marine corps you just <laughs> there's not a whole bunch of money <laughs> and so we, we had to budget everything we it was you know money on top of kids new kids and then trying to kind of figure out life in general is just really hard and i really wish you know as new moms you know come into the world and ladies are born is that they take this time to to really self-reflect and take even if it's a bath and you bought a new mud mask like even if it's like yep. putting yourself in the closet for ten minutes and painting your nails, because you don't have to have all this money in the world, you know, to to self care, it's those little bits, or even taking a ten minute walk and leaving the kids with your husband and be like, "I'm going outside." <laughs> yep. And sometimes yes. I don't even know what to like. <laughs> I'm like, "Oh, hello, world!" <laughs> um, and that was really important to me. Like, and I, and I wish. I, I didn't figure out the importance of self care until later in my motherhood journey. And I really wish I would have known sooner the importance of it because I could have been a better wife and a better mom.
1: Yeah. Yeah. I mean another thing that I try to keep in mind for myself and also tell my clients is that if you don't take care of yourself, you really can't take care of anybody else. You know, if your if your battery is dead then you're not going to have too much energy to take care of those around you. Um, And so as a mom, it is very hard to put yourself as a priority,
0: but you need to. Yeah. And and I'm sure too, adding on the stress of a new business owner, we're having your own business on top of that because in a way that's another baby in itself to all of us. Right. you You know, we are very protective of it. We are very much on top of everything with it and very very picky on who we let in <laughs> to that inner circle of our, our business. Um, and I feel like that can just be, it's a really hard to prioritize, you know, just self-care moments and time to just cut it out. Right. Like that's kind of where I'm trying to get to at the point, And I know a lot of business owners are like, that is, is time management and knowing right. when to cut it off because when you work for yourself, you're available 24 seven. Right. Feel like. Right. And you just can't be, it's not healthy. <laughs> right, right, yeah.
1: And I know that not everybody is a morning person and can do that. But for me, that's kind of what I just had to build into my, my life. Um, because like I said, I, I can count on that time in the mornings that I'm like by myself um, and I get that time to myself. And so no matter what, you know, it's important to find that like consistent thing that no matter what's going on in life, you have something that, that makes you feel like this is my time. I'm taking care of myself. I feel good. Um, and for me, that's getting up early, even though it's, you know, tiring some mornings, but to get that time in for myself and afterwards I feel wonderful. I'm ready for the day to start. I got my time in by myself. You know, I took care of myself. Um, and so I encourage, yeah, like as a mom, as a business owner, as a, you know, when you have a lot going on to find something that you can dedicate to yourself and you know ask yourself like every night did I do something for me today um even if that is like you said a shower without kids like calling your name or you know
0: (laughs) closing your bedroom door and
1: painting your nails or you know just something it doesn't have to be
0: huge but just something that you feel like you did for you 100% one hundred percent agree, and I just have to say, everyone, I follow Stacy too on Instagram, and this girl is ripped. <laughs> I was like, "Damn, she's amazing." I need to, I need to be like Stacy. And I'm not a morning person, but I constantly keep trying because, I mean, I've read a book too. Like all the millionaires, like they wake up at four, or five in the morning, have their routines. You know affirmations, devotion. You know working out, drinking a glass of water. Like to be successful, I've always heard waking up early. And damn, girl, that is so fucking hard for me. <laughs> and I and I try. So I envy you that you could do that. And I and I did it for a little bit. And I, to be honest, I mean, it felt amazing once you get up and get going and get into the groove of it. It's it's unlike any other. And I feel like my stamina and my energy level was just on a rise. Um, and it's something I, I do need to get back to, but, um, like my daughter, I told you before this podcast, when we were talking, I mean, she loves to sleep in until 10 and she's six. So yep. I, maybe it's just in us that we just love to sleep, but it's so hard. It is. <laughs> and yeah, I mean,
1: I don't say it like it's easy. It is hard. Um, but once you get started and you do it for a while, it just becomes your routine. And when you don't do it, then you feel off, you know, so you just have to, to try to stick
0: with it. Right. It's just that repetitiveness and that it's that consistency. And that's, I'm listening to another podcast as well. And I'm following another coach on social media and she is all about consistency because if it is consistent in your life, then it's making those habits and then it's training your body and your muscles and your brain and everything, um, you know, what what you're trying to be consistent on. And, and, and that is really important, just like kids who need structure as adults too, we need structure. And, and I feel like I do better too with it. Um, so that's, yeah, I mean, making notes for me is really important to keep my life organized yep. and, you know, self-care right now and trying to just find those little moments to, to just stop, though, and I think that's my, that's one of my biggest struggles, though. In business, though, too, I want to kind of get back to, you know, you starting your own business as well. What, you know, was there one of the, like, biggest struggles or kind of, like, walls that you hit um, in your business that you can maybe share with our listeners to help guide them if they have the same experience or thought or, um, situation that comes up. Cause I know as business owners, we've, we've hit a wall at some point point. you're like, where do I go? And, and sometimes it's just nice to know that other people have hit walls too, or have kind of just, you know, had to get back up and, you know, go, okay, I'm here.
1: Right. Right. Yeah. Um, I think so far, my biggest struggle was just, there are so many little pieces. Like, I felt like, okay, I took some months, I did this research, I know what I needed to do. Um, and then once I opened up, I was like, oh, what about this? Oh, but what about that? You know, and little things would come up. Um, and I felt like, I, I don't know what to do with this. I don't know how to, you know, so, so I think with those struggles, just reaching out to, again, like, because it is a community, I was able to reach out to others, um, and ask them for help, um, ask other therapists, ask other business owners and just ask how they handled it. And what do they, you know, what did they do and what do I do? And so again, just using my community, using my resources to answer those questions for me. Um, and also being patient, I'm not always great at that. Um, but some of the things, like getting credentialed with insurance so I could take insurance as a therapist, took a long time, um, and getting the payments in from them took a long time. And, and so to reach out to my resources and find out if that was normal and that if I or if I was missing something, and then to be patient, which. Can be a struggle as uh, um, for me, but also as a business owner too. Yeah, I think most business owners are
0: not patient. Like <laughs> we, we see the vibe and the vision, and we want it now, yep. and that—that that is, it's extremely hard. And I mean, for myself, I resonate with that ten thousand percent <laughs> because I am, I, I, I definitely like it now, and that's kind of the society too that we live in. Is everything is at our fingertips, right? So We're like, why can't we? like, let's move this forward. What what are we waiting for? Um, and that's for myself, too. I'm really trying to kind of step back at times and be like, okay, enjoy the journey. We will get there. It'll make it 10 times more, you know, enjoyable and lucrative if we just are patient. Mm-hmm. Um, I agree. It's it's very hard. And that's awesome, though. Mm-hmm. I mean, because, and a community, though, too, is is insanely important when you are building your business. And I don't think a lot of women understand that as well as having that support from others in your field that you are pursuing is, it's detrimental really. And that's going to be one of the things that helps get you down the road a little bit faster is, is having that knowledge from others to be able to make, to take those steps forward in your business. And that's, that's why, you know, whether you're a part of the Fierce Connections group or, you know, a doula group out in your area or any kind of networking or social group, I'm constantly like, don't be a hermit, get out there, please go talk to people. Like, I see your vision, I want your dream to come true, but you, you have to have like your business tribe, just as a tribe for family behind you, your business needs that as well. Definitely. Yeah. And nowadays with technology and
1: social media, I mean, you know, I'm part of like groups on Facebook, um, like other other therapists, other private practice owners, other doula, you know, doula groups and things like that. And just getting on there, I've met so many people and they are all willing to help and answer questions. Um, It's never been like, I don't want to help you. You know, it's always been so inviting. Oh, message me and I'll help you through this or, or whatever. And I've met so many people that way, just asking questions about owning a business and networking and
0: things like that. So absolutely. I mean, although I'm only 33, I feel like I'm so old at times because social media, though, has changed so much for being able to get those answers that we need. And I remember as a mom too, Google was amazing. I was like, you know, not having anyone to ask those questions. Google Google helped raise my children. I'm just going to say that. Google helped. Thank you, Google. I think I'm doing a good job so far. Sometimes Google cannot help too, though. <laughs> yeah, sometimes it can. It depends. I think I chose. <laughs> you have to be kind of picky, but yeah, Google did though. You know, green poop. What is this for? Yeah. You know, web web and empty. <laughs> uh, as moms, I think we've used that quite too much shut times. Um, but social media, it is right at our fingertips and and I do love that there are so many communities online that you can reach out to and people are receptive and so giving in their knowledge um, and and kind most of the time. and and that is just, I mean, to think about a business and having to do it, you know, back in the day when there was no was no Google and and were no groups on Facebook. I mean, I can't imagine not having all that knowledge right there. Right. It's a little scary. Yeah. <laughs> I like, man, I give them mad props now. I'm like, geez. Um, Well, I, you know, I've loved having you on today. I, I could totally see you coming back on the podcast again and talking more about mental health, maybe for women and, you know, in business and moms too, because that is just it's so important, and I can't stress that enough, and I don't feel like we have, we don't have the resources yet or support, I guess, um, to really just talk about it more. It, because I don't think, too, as well our, our spouses get it a lot of the times. Right. Um, as women, we have, we still have goals and dreams and aspirations to be something so much bigger than you know we ever probably thought of ourselves too and then when you become a mom on top of that you feel like things get put on the back burner and i i got to that point where i said fuck that i nope, you know i i am still a woman i'm an individual and i still have my dreams and my goals and i started just putting boundaries up of what i was what i wanted in life and where where i wanted to go um And I don't think that because you have kids and, you know, that you you can't do that. You know, you can still own a business. You can still hustle your little butt off and take you time and and do what you need to do. But having mental health, though, too, and just acknowledging that as women, we need that time for self-care. We need that support and we need to be able to just have that community around us as well, I think is very important.
1: Yes. Yeah. Our roles and our identities definitely change throughout those stages of life. Um, But yeah, you can still be you and stick with your passions and what you want to do. And, you know, that's where the maternal mental health, like you just said, you know, comes into play a lot because there are a lot of moms that feel like, okay, I'm a mom now. So now what? Um, or, you know, that multiple kids later, it's like, I don't feel like I have an identity besides mom, but where did, you know, my other roles go and they want to get back to it. And, and so, yeah, it's really important to understand those changes of identity in the different stages of your life, but you can still be you and you can still have your dreams and your goals.
0: I, I love that. And I agree a hundred percent and whatever, like I said, I can do to help, um, let us know. Fierce is always going to be behind. And have your back, um, I can totally see you writing a book too one day. I think that would be phenomenal. So get on the crawl. <laughs> okay, I'll add that to the list. <laughs> yes. This is for Heather. I can. It needs it. It, it does. And I think um, and even as a collective too for tulas or something, I can just totally see it in your in your vibe, in your universe. So I, I love it. Um... I will, we will slowly start ending this episode. I know yesterday I kind of sent you a text to start thinking about it. Um, But at the end of all of our episodes from now on, we are starting to do a Spotify playlist. That way, whenever you are either working out, getting into your zone for work, need some hype girl music because your life is just feeling like shit right now, or you've got so much stuff on your plate. I want you to be able to put this playlist on and be like, oh, other women get it. (laughs) No matter what it is. And I know Stacy was a little taken back by it. But Stacy, what is your favorite hype girl song at
1: the moment? Um, so, yes, I was questioning Heather a little bit about, you know, what's appropriate and what's not. Um, but there is, there is a song called Beast. So the name says it all. Um, by Rob Bailey. And it's featuring Busta Rhymes. Um, and I found it working out um and so love it for that but also love it whenever i just need kind of like a boost to like okay i got this i'm good i can do this you know just that encouragement um and like i said the the name kind of (laughs) explains it all um but definitely it's
0: definitely a hype song heather you said you listen to it um (laughs) (laughs) windows were down in the truck my hair was blowing and i felt it So we will definitely be adding that to the playlist. I'm so excited to get this up and going because I just I love it, and then I can I can hear the songs, and be like, oh, Stacy liked this song. <laughs> if we can make a little note under who who recommended it, I'm totally doing that. Let's
1: set that for your alarm in the morning, and you'll get up and and do something. <laughs> <laughs>
0: it's like, look, girl, I'm working out. I'm <laughs> gonna get buff like you. Yeah, I love it. You're so toned. I swear, I'm jealous. Okay. Oh, <laughs> You're welcome, (laughs) but we are going to end this episode now, guys, you know, thank you so much for listening and hopping on again with Stacey. Um, Where can we find you on social media if someone did want to reach out?
1: Yeah, um, so my website is www.strongertogetherllc.net. I am on Facebook at, I think it's at Stronger Together, LLC. Um, I am on Instagram at Stacy Martinez. It's S T A C Y, Martin, E Z L C S W. Um, my email is Stacey, Stacy, S T A C Y, at stronger together, um, lc.net And um, I think that covered it all. I think that's everything I'm on right now.
0: <laughs> perfect. Yes. If any of you didn't catch that, we will definitely put it in the script description below. Um, And as always, Stacey, thank you so much for hopping on the Fierce Connections podcast. You are an amazing woman with a huge heart, and I cannot wait again, like I said, to see you grow, see what you're doing in the next few years, and I wish you all the best and success. Thank you so much for having me. Of course. And as always, ladies, I'm going to leave you with this. Do what you love and love what you do. There are no limits to your dreams except the limits that you set yourself. Keep pushing past your comfort zone, and there will lie your greatest success. Alright, guys, have a great week, and we will talk to you soon. Bye.